Hello and welcome back to the Let's FaceTime podcast. I'm Jocelyn. I'm Kylie. And today we're here with a very special guest and friend of the pod. Drum roll, please. Anna Broski! <laughs> hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Y'all have probably heard a lot about Anna on the podcast already if you're loyal listeners because we name drop her very frequently and so we decided she would be the perfect choice for our very first guest. We played basketball with Anna in college and now we're friends so inviting her to join the pod. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. I appreciate um, a chance to give a little voice recognition to the name dropping. I love that so much. I'm very excited. Little do you know that we've spent the last 45 minutes trying to troubleshoot technical support, but now all three of us have working headphones and video and everything is great. Yeah, given how long it took us just to get all of this audio stuff set up, I don't even want to think about how hard it's going to be to edit. Don't think about it. Okay, well, Anna... You are currently still in school. You're a master's student, right? That is so well, true. Well, if you're going to word it that way, then you're also still in school, Kylie. Oh, yeah. I don't deny it. Yes, I'm very much a student. Always. And will ever forever be. A lifelong learner, if you will. <laughs> yep. You know, learning doesn't life. stop after you graduate. <laughs> if, any, if anything, I think my learning had actually increased since graduation, so... That's true. I feel like you don't learn a lot of, like, life skills in school. Or even, like, interesting non-life skills. That's true. Just, like, general knowledge. That's good for trivia. Well, Anna, you're gonna start- wait, wait, do cl- I thought you said classes don't start till tomorrow. Yeah, they do start tomorrow. But I saw someone post today that said first day of classes. Oh, I- I didn't start school today, so I only have classes Tuesday, Thursday this semester, so. Oh, that's clutch. Oh, okay, so tomorrow, so today's technically the first day of classes, but tomorrow you will go to class. Yes. Are you excited? Um, I'm a little sad, to be honest, because I really like my full-time job, and there's, like, still a lot to be done and I'm gonna be going part-time like this is my first part-time week and it's just like I feel like the rate of like production is like so much less when you can only work two days instead of five but um yeah I don't know I'm excited for my classes I think my schedule will be pretty easy I have a thesis to write this semester so that'll be fun to crank out but yeah yeah. so for people who don't know you're MNJing at MIT right and so like what can you tell them like what that is Yeah, so I majored in undergrad in computer science and brain and cognitive science, and they have an MEng program, which is like a year to a year and a half degree program that allows you to get your master's in the same subject that you majored in. And so I have one semester left of that, so I'll be graduating in December. Also, one thing I didn't realize so way too long is that MEng is Master's of Engineering, like M-E-N-G. What did you think it stood for? I don't know. I was always, I'm, en- I'm, en- I'm MNG, I'm MNG. It's so hard to say. And I was just like, that's such a weird name. And then I realized it was a master's of engineering. So if you didn't know what Anna meant when she said MNG, it's master's of engineering. 
just so you know. Thank you, Kylie. I appreciate that. I just wanted to clarify because it's confusing. No, I think that's a, a very valid clarification. <laughs> and I, I am sad I personally didn't make it, so. Oh, wow. I can't believe you're starting classes. It really feels like fall. It feels like fall to you? It is so hot. It's literally... Baseball! <laughs> it's literally 90 degrees here. Wow. Unrelatable. It's like also, 60. Also, for um, viewer context, I got a dog in between recording our last podcast and this one. And she is a great little dog, but she's also sometimes a little devil. Her name is Basil, and so if I have to do some brief interruptions and interludes, it'll be because she is barking at the dryer. So if you hear Jocelyn yell Basil, it's not that she loves the herb plant, it's more that her dog is not properly behaving. No, I'm actually very passionate about the herb. I'm also passionate about the herb, except my basil plant is dead at the moment. Dead, dead, dead. Kylie. What? Does your basil plant have a name? No, I don't name things. Like, Can you name your here... basil plant dog? <laughs> that would be so cute, because then well, I have a dog named basil and you have a basil name. named dog. It's dead. It is, it is turning brown and crispy. Okay, maybe don't name it dog then. Your next basil plant can be named dog. Sure, my next basil plant. I was so sad. I got this offspring from a friend who was growing basil, and I was like, I'm so excited because I really like basil, and I never buy it. And then I got it, had a few leaves, and now it's dead. Sad. Did you just describe your basil plant as an offspring? Yes. This is like when Kylie said she was going to be such a good mom because she killed all of her tomatoes. This is true. I really like to grow things, and when I would have, I would start a lot of tomato plants from seed in our, like, um, sunroom at my parents' house, and they would all sprout and do so well. So I'd have, like, 30 tomato plants, and my parents were like, you can't have 30 tomato plants grow full form. Like, you don't have the space for that. So I was such a good mother and got so many healthy tomato plants, I had to kill some off. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. <laughs> I don't know how I picked which ones I kept and which ones I didn't. It was really hit or miss. But yeah, it's an offspring. Or a propagation is probably the more technical term. I don't even know. Propagation's more with succulents, though. We're growing tomatoes on our porch, and one of them turned red today. Very exciting. Oh, are you going to eat it? Yeah, we were going to split it for dinner. Like, that's it? Just a tomato? Huh? Just cut it in half, put some salt and pepper... Girl yeah, dinner. Yeah, it's just a, it's a teen, girl dinner. It's a teeny tiny little guy. It's like, I don't know how to explain the size. And I, like, I, a little bigger than eyeball sized. Are these cherry tomatoes? I don't think so. Oh, that's a tiny. Maybe, I'm not really sure. You don't know the variety? I don't think it's a big tomato, but I don't, I know it's not a cherry tomato. Well, speaking of eyeball sized food... I got Tender the Flesh in the mail today, and so I'm gonna start reading, and I'm so excited. Oh my god, it kept me up at night, man. I'm so nervous, but I'm very excited. Wait, I was so confused how this relates to eyes-sized food. Okay, Kylie, Kylie, let me explain. Tender the Flesh is this book that I read um, because of TikTok that is about, like, 
basically you can't eat any animals anymore and so they start commercializing the production of humans as meat and they like treat them like a completely different species and so it's like exploring like what like cannibalism would look like in like relation to like propaganda and how that could actually be like a plausible reality kind of is this the book you got at powell books yes yes yeah uh i remember you talking about some cannibalism book and i'm like what it's that one i don't know so is it told as like a fiction or is it told as like a non-fiction what if like scientific well it's fiction it is fiction. Okay, well, I wasn't sure if it was, like, a story or if it's just, like, someone proposing how, like, cannibalism like, could what be could a sustainable happen. form of um, food. <laughs> no, it's it's a fictional story. I one time wrote an English paper about, like, what would happen if we just didn't have any more animals. And I was like, we actually don't need them. They take up so much space. Do you know how much less space a human standing takes than a cow? Oh... And that's true. We only have two legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. It could have been Jocelyn's essay, long form into a book. <laughs> yes, but it was not. It was a story and it was terrifying and so sad, but it was really good. That's sad. I'm currently reading two books. Beach Read. The Rose Code. No, not The Rose Code. And what's my other book? Oh, Brit Marie Was Here by Frederick Bachmann. <laughs> I'm reading five books right now because oh I'm in my psychopath era. I'm reading Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. I'm reading Because of Miss Bridgerton by Julia Quinn. How to Do Nothing by Jenny O'Dell. I'm listening to um, 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think on audiobook, and it's awful as an audiobook. I think it'd be fine as a regular read. And then The Rose Code I'm reading, yeah. Wow. I'm only on three, so that's impressive. What are your three? My three are Friday I'm in Love by Cameron Garrett. I got that as an audiobook because I was between audiobooks. But then the Libro FM influencer picks came out. And so if you review books like on the internet, they'll like let you get free audiobooks. And there were so many audiobooks that I wanted to read and the free influencer things. And then I had to switch because I got three influencer audiobooks. So I switched to the first one which is Rouge by Mona Awad, which is like this really creepy gothic horror type thing about like beauty and generational trauma, basically. I don't know, it's really good, would recommend. And Cleat Cute by Meryl Wilsner. Cleat? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which is the one that I sent to you guys in the group chat because it's about the USWNT and these two girls on the team who fall in love. So. Is this a real? Is this nonfiction? No, this is complete fiction. It's like smut. Oh okay, that's but fun. I just found out that one of the girls in the on the team is the captain, and then the the younger girl who like joins the team, and so I'm like, wow, this is really my life. Power <laughs> dynamics, man. I love I this. Love good power dynamics. Can you write a like second one about the like? U.S. women's basketball team and write another perspective, another version of a similar story. Like, make it a whole series. You want the U.S. women's basketball team? Yes. Oh, this one's on the U.S.? What about the MIT women's basketball team? No, no, no. We gotta stay on brand. So this is about the U.S. women's soccer team. Then we can translate it to the U.S. women's basketball team. We can also have a gymnastics version. Like, we should just do all U.S. women's sports. 
and have a bunch of fun little stories. I think it could be a really fun little um, mini-series. I think we should do a figure skating story, <gasps> except oh one of them actually, like, there's like a duo, a split gender duo, but then the girl ends up falling in love with a girl on another team in their competition, and the boy is in love with the first girl, and so it's really sad. And it's oh. told from his perspective, and it's just his heart slowly breaking. Jocelyn, I love this. You should write this. It's kind of sad. I kind of like it where this girl is falling in love with someone in their competition, and then she somehow manages to dance to skate with her, and how the two. Oh no! I broke my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I think that could be kind of fun. There's so many good plot lines. Jocelyn, you should work on this. Are you playing with an Obama? Figurehead? No. It's a Dr. Fauci um, bobblehead, actually. And it says, flatten the curve. This was a, a COVID issue. My brother gave it to me for Christmas, like in 2021. And it sits on my desk. Well, the reason Obama was in my head is because did you see that there's this guy who's doing an interview on Tucker Carlson? About how he hooked up with Obama and that Obama's secretly gay. I've seen the stuff about Obama being secretly gay, and so that makes me think that that's gonna be so fake. Because, like, it's, like, big... Like, I've seen, like, oh, Obama was, like, a fake bisexual to, like, impress women sort of like, vibe. Like, he has, like, come out and said, like, in his memoir, he said he would pretend to be bisexual because he was into all the artsy girls in college, and so it made them like him more. Oh my god, I hope he was... I would be into Obama more if he was bisexual. I kind of support this theory, even though he... Of course you would. <laughs> I saw a tweet today that was like, I'm a centrist on the Obama sleeping with this man issue. I think this man's making it up for clout, but Obama's definitely slept with other men. <laughs> I think that's a that. fair point, yeah. I too am a centrist. Why is it a centrist? It was a joke because it's political. Ah, I see, I see, I see. I was like, where? Have you guys watched the US Open at all? Probably not. I saw exactly one frame in your Be Real yesterday. Oh, yeah, it's been on my Be Real because that's what I've like this entire weekend when I haven't been doing things. I've had the US Open on my laptop. So, big fan. But, alas. There's a lot of Americans that are still in it, doing super well. Kylie, when do you start classes? I don't start classes till September 27th. That's so far. I know, so I'm still chilling. Not really. I have work that I need to be doing, but I'm trying to put together a grant before I actually start classes, so then I don't have to do that. For your lab or for yourself? For myself. So I'm trying to apply for a personal grant in October. And so I'm trying to get all my paperwork ready for that. So then once classes start and I'll be managing the basketball team again. So once that stuff gets rolling, I have no time. So uh, trying to get ahead. Is my bestie Nikki coming back? No, Nikki's graduated and is currently living in Sacramento, California. And if Nikki's listening to this, I want her to come back and she will be deeply, deeply missed. Nikki 
also managed with Kylie last year and for some reason although I've never met her <laughs> we became letterboxed friends and her letterboxed reviews are some of the best letterboxed reviews I see I love them they make me laugh every time oh my god she will love that she's obsessed I still haven't followed her on letterboxd mainly because I don't have it and she's constantly trying to get me to follow her she watches so many movies she watches like hundreds of movies a year it's insane yeah, she definitely watches more movies than me, but even the movies I don't watch, her reviews make me laugh. <laughs> I read them all. She's pretty funny. I I follow her on Instagram, and her Instagram's, like, really good. Like, it's curated to, like, a very, like, comedic way, in a comedic way. I don't know. Would you say your Instagram is curated in a comedic way? No. I think I went through comedic phases, but I don't think it's fully comedic. If that, com- This is not even a word. Now I'm making it up. Right? Comedic is a word. Comedic is definitely a word. Comedic. Okay. I think you were trying to say it in a weird way, though, for a second <laughs> there. So maybe that's why it felt <laughs> odd. Maybe. Sometimes I do think I'm making up words. I think you do make up words, but that one was not one of them. <laughs> okay. Anna, what is your current relationship with Instagram? Um, okay, so for the majority of August, I deactivated my account and deleted the app from my phone because, um, I'm free. For the time being, I really wanted to post my engagement photos, so I made the app come back to life on my phone. Redownloaded it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. That was so difficult for me. Um, (laughs) I could not think of the word. (laughs) And it'll probably be gone again soon, but I, I have a... I'm taking a a brief... I'm surfing the, the the wave of the internet. Surfing the wave. Did you find that when you deleted the Instagram app, you felt happier or less time on your phone? Or, like, did you see an effect with it deleted from your phone? Yeah, I feel like I definitely spend less time on my phone. Because Pinterest is, like, fun, but you get bored after a while. Like, it's a lot of the same stuff. There's not, like, a lot of text. So it's like, all right see ya and like facebook it's like the i don't know like the aesthetic of it is just not the same as instagram so i think you get bored of it quicker or at least like that's how my feed is like i'm like tired of seeing like the same like twitter meme reposted over and over again and so it's like i don't know i get so many stupid stupid like ads on facebook or like not even ads just memes that i don't want there yeah and so it's like I don't get the same, like, dopamine hit that I get from, like, maybe Instagram, but... Yeah, Facebook has kind of been blah. I feel like... And it's probably my feed. I feel like it's all, like, random... Like, usually older parents of, like, people I knew from high school or, like, distant relatives. Random ads and housing posts. And so I get bored quite quickly. Fair. Well, that's exciting. Also, your engagement photos are so good i'm so impressed yeah guys anna's engaged we have a true child bride on our podcast that's me (laughs) she's not an actual child bride but i i like the idea that maybe she is she she's the youngest out of all of us and she's engaged yeah i feel like i'm definitely getting married at an age that is younger than i probably would have guessed for myself like a couple years ago but I don't know it feels right in our relationship right now so I'm rolling with it I'm very excited so 
I'm very excited for you, even if I'm still going to make fun of you for being 23 and engaged. No, and that's totally okay. Yeah, they took amazing engagement photos. They're so aesthetic. Like, I think the colors are so nice. Thank you, Kylie. Yeah, I like them. I like all the outfit changes. Thank you. They're great. Wait, where did you change? Like, did you go into the house? Like, did you have, like, a changing period? Did you have to do, like, your hair and makeup again? Like, how did that work? Because you were at your photographer's house, right? Yeah, so, okay. So, we did our engagement photos through Elise Meter Photography. She's, like, central Massachusetts, and she did a great job. Her usual clientele is, like, family and lifestyle content, so it's, like, a lot of, like, people who just had their child or she does, like, pregnancy shoots, but she had done... Connor my fiance's sister's senior pictures and so like we got a wreck to like do it with her um and like I think they're family friends in some way and she did a great job that she has like a nature preserve in her backyard so we just like took them inside the like prairie nature preserve we saw like a bunch of salamanders and like there's a snake that ran across my foot at one point oh my god um but we, so Connor wore three outfits and I wore two outfits. Whoa. Um, and for the first half of our shoot, the weather was like really good. And Connor wore his first two outfit, outfits and I wore my first outfit. And then it started to rain shortly after I changed into my second outfit. And basically she, she had like a blanket that we took pictures on and she just like held that up and I like changed behind that because there wasn't really anyone around. There was no pause for, like, a hair and makeup retouch because it was raining anyway, so it wasn't going to be very effective. But, um, no, it was, like, a fun process. It was it was cool. Yeah, it was fun to, like... I've never, like, gotten my pictures taken professionally before because I didn't do senior pictures or anything. And so it was, like, fun to, like, have somebody, like, who knows, like, how you should pose, like, tell you how to pose and stuff. So does she... So, so a lot of these photos where you're, like frolicking through the grass like did she tell you to do that or were you and Connor just like free frolicking frolicking and she was <laughs> taking photos so she like she told us to frolic like direct instruction was like oh like walk like this far away and then she'd tell us like when to turn and she's like okay like now come back to me and like frolic and we'd just do that and then we'd like try to make each other laugh and like to get those, like, candid-y okay. sort of photos. And did she tell you, like... And then the ones where you're, like, kissing... Like, would she say, like, okay, now kiss? And then she would take No, that? she never told us to kiss. Okay. Yeah, that was... For, for context, <laughs> everybody, Kylie is very stressed about the idea of having to kiss in front of someone. <laughs> so she plans on making sure her engagement photos have absolutely zero kissing. At her wedding, there's probably just going to be, like, a sheet that drops in front of them, and you're going to have to guess, like, did Kylie kiss? Did she not? Because you will never see her kissing her significant other, according to her. Well, no, no, I just think it's so, especially, like, lip to lip, like, kissing, like, I understand, I don't know, I just never think it's, like, like, photographed in a way that I I personally enjoy it or think it should be. Like, I get, like, kissing on the um cheek like that's cute but i don't know it feels weird like when you're puckering like it's just like i don't know not an attractive freight of facial expression so i really don't want to be for photographed kissing um in terms of my wedding i haven't thought that far there's not anyone to get married to yet so <laughs> 
Those were the first photos I've, like, ever taken with a significant other kissing them. Like, from, like, from somebody else taking the picture, like, obviously. But, um, yeah, it was, like, definitely, like, uncomfy just because, like, I'm not super, like, PDA heavy. And so I was just, like, I was, like, freaking out a little bit. Like, ah, are we, like, kissing too long? Like, is this, like, weird? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. In terms of wedding, I am so nervous for, like, our first, like, kiss. Like, oh my god. Like, are you gonna I feel like I'm gonna forget it? how to do it. Like, I feel like you need- we, we've, like, started practicing already. Like, I'll be, like... I'll just get, like, a wave of nervousness, and I'm like, we need to, like, practice this right like, now. Like, how so long are you going to kiss? It. Are you going to do a whole, like, dip? You know people who, like, will dip the other person and, like, really go at it? Yeah. Like, is that, like, I don't know. I Oh, a full dip makeout session onto the floor. Kylie, for your sake, I don't think I'll be doing that. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay, I'll close my eyes. What if we, like, leapfrogged down the aisle? I think that'd be kind of cute. I think you should make your bridal party leapfrog instead of, like, walking up nicely, like, behind you as you walk, like, very elegantly. <laughs> Wait, how would you- You're gonna leapfrog behind me? How do we yeah. leapfrog? Is that where your, like, hands and feet, like, pachow? So the- you, are you serious right now? You, like, crouch on the ground and then the person behind you will put their hands on your back and just, like, jump over you. Oh, we're talking about, like, a combo deal. What are you? No, it's just leapfrog. But that requires two people. Oh, you're, you're thinking like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, you normally walk down the aisle with another person, Kylie. Well, I was just thinking me and the, like, other, like, say, like, me and the groomsmen were walking down the aisle. We would both individually be, like, sort of leapfrog. Sort of like, you know when you do burpees? <laughs> oh like, I'm imagining us doing, like, burpees down the aisle next to each other. Kylie, have you never heard of leapfrog? Like, did you never play leapfrog as a kid? I don't think so. I did leapfrog. I don't think I've ever played it, but I know it's what it is. It's a game? You know? No, that's why I would never play it. Well, no, but sometimes you just want to leapfrog just to see if you can. Did you doubt that ability in yourself? Maybe I doubted my brother. Oh. Wait, I gotta try this. The next time I'm in a park with someone who seems appropriate to leapfrog with, <laughs> I'm gonna try it. <laughs> I think that that would be a more acceptable second date option than um your comedy special <laughs> okay that was bad that was so bad i don't know that was a terrible 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 idea you were like full send on it though for a bit i know well because that's what happens sometimes i start writing okay so for context i have a second date tonight and we're going to watch a stand-up com- or it's like an open night comedy thing and i my dream, not my dream, but I've always wanted to go to an open mic night, and I just haven't. And so I'm like, oh my god, this is the opportunity. So I got really excited, and was like, oh my god, let me write something to perform. And I wrote this whole thing, and it was bad. Or like, in the moment, I was like, this is so good, this is gonna be so funny. And then when I sent it to you, I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed that I even thought this was a good idea. And then you guys are like, this is not a good idea. And I'm like, I know, I can't believe I even sent that to you. So, I fully agree. Terrible idea. Maybe I'll suggest leapfrogging, but it doesn't seem like it's a very appropriate environment because we're not going to be in a park. Maybe what you should do is the two of you should do an open mic together. And so, like, you go up and then you just leapfrog. (laughs) Or maybe we just do, like, finish each other's sentences. And uh, we both go up. Finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. And see what happens. No, no, no. We're just going to go. We're going to sit. We're going to watch. And then we're going to get ice cream. And that's the episode. Unfortunately, or fortunately for you, 
Anna, Kylie, and I talked for way too long, and I'm splitting this into a two-part episode. To find out what we all do now that we've graduated college, the differences between master's, PhD, and joining the workforce, and more, stay tuned for next week's episode. In the meantime, you can keep up with Kylie on Twitter at GallagherK17 and on Instagram at Gallagher underscore Kylie. You can keep up with me, Jocelyn, on Twitter at LifeWithJoss or on Instagram at Jocelyn underscore Lutzy. You can also find me on my website, as always, rightthroughthenight.com. Get hype for a second episode coming soon. Bye!